0: Atlassian.
1: to product analytics to product-led growth. That's pendo.io slash pivot to learn more. Hi, everyone. This is Pivot from the Vox Media Podcast Network. I'm Kara Swisher.
0: And Daddy's hungover.
1: I see that. I knew you went out last night. You went out with Joanna Coles, didn't you? You had a party.
0: Uh, We went in. She assembled some, like, super interesting friends. Yeah. I, I brought a candle. Yeah. Because I like Joanna, and I just think <laughs> you need to bring a candle.
1: Yosemite or whatever, right?
0: I, I pinged my assistant and said, I just have no idea what to get this person. She's impressive and smart, yeah. and I want it to be. And she's like, a candle. And I'm like, that's genius. A yeah. candle is perfect for Did you for get her the uh,
1: Gwyneth Paltrow vagina candle?
0: Uh, uh, No, those are just for me. Okay. Um <laughs> No, I got her the Diptyque. Oh yeah, that's the, one. Know, that's the, the one. That's the fancy one. That's the one. When you
1: don't know what to buy, rich people, that's what you buy. The,
0: a hundred. The, hello, <laughs> hello. So, daddy, daddy hung out with Joanna Cole's and Jack is in Jack Daniels, and I'm paying the price now.
1: Yeah. I knew. I, you too. Yeah. I wouldn't even want to think about a party between you. I heard she has a hip apartment and everything else because she's, she's a hip lady. She's
0: super hip. Yeah. She is super. She hip. is super hip. Oh, but you know what? I invited what? my uh, Twitter boyfriend, George Hahn, the first time I got to meet him. And? He's lovely. Yeah. He's smart handsome. and funny and handsome. And mm-hmm. he has, I think, a really nice, I don't know, real authentic and real soul. Was and- the
1: meeting awkward, the initial meeting, since you were Twitter pals?
0: No, we like each other. And it kind of was nice. It was sort of when I was I'm thinking about one of the one of the nice things or I don't know, from from tragedy comes inspiration is uh, he's a guy I met or I just started corresponding with on Twitter and we become friends. And it was just very rewarding to finally get a chance to meet in person. Well, that's nice. He could have been a
1: stalker, like a crazy person, you know. Uh, you
0: know fun. what? I'm just saying. I could use a couple stalkers. That
1: is fair. Okay. That's not funny. Stalkers are not, no, that's funny. not funny. that's not funny. We do not back stalkers here at Pivot, except for Scott Galloway does. Um, uh, uh, that's good. That's great. Who else was there? You, want, you care to say?
0: Um, I probably shouldn't. All because right. they, have, they haven't signed a release form. All right. Um, but, but, you know, as you would she imagine, puts together Joanna's a good group. friends are really, you know, smart, nice. Yeah. Yes. The professional poker player. That was interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Speaking
1: of poker, what's Rudy Giuliani going to do? His apartment and office are being searched as part of an investigation into whether Mr. Giuliani broke lobbying laws as President Trump's lawyer in connection with uh, to deals with Ukraine. What do you think the answer to that is? So let me re- listen. We, I, we contacted our, our friend, uh, Preet Bharara, and he did not have time to give us I a special know. thing, but uh, here's what he said. We don't what want
0: to know what the dog things. We what? want to know what Preet
2: Bharara
1: thinks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll ask what you think <laughs> in a second. But let's listen to what Preet, our, our, our gentle lover,
2: uh, Preet, uh, uh, says. But it's very, very significant. It's a very aggressive step. Uh, I know the folks at the SDNY. I hired a lot of them. And they would only do something like this that's that's so significant if they believed very strongly based on the facts and the law that there's something worthwhile pursuing here.
1: Yeah, that's what they all say. But nonetheless, he hired most of them. Just FYI. What do you think, Scott? What do you think of the Rudy situation? Well, Let's
0: just break down that comment. Okay. Um, Okay. hold on. (laughs) Let me just interpret what he said. I'm a fucking baller Uh and I'm going to say nothing. Okay. I'm a baller. (laughs) I'm. No, uh, he's saying this is this is serious. I, I At this point, I yeah. no joke, and I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know the the semantics of this type of defense. Right. I think a viable defense for Rudy Giuliani, should he ever end up in court, yeah, is insanity.
1: Oh, uh-huh.
0: but look at where this guy was thirty years. He he he, he yeah. ran the Southern District. He did. He was the, the district attorney, yeah. and now he is. It appears. He is showing this reckless, wanton approach to breaking the law.
1: Yeah, he says and he kno- th- he knows how not to break the law. By the way, because he did all that, just he said. But that. I agree with Preet. It, yeah. it
0: just looks as if he's been cohorting with Ukrainian Cohort. operatives. Yeah, cohorting. I mean, it just what I, I think at this point his behavior, and they could show clips from Bora. You, I think you could really assemble a credible insanity plea here. Yeah. I don't, That's what true. Is, Did you see I his mean,
1: son, who looks like Will Ferrell? Um, you know, going on and on about how this is a miscarriage of justice. We should all be scared. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. Andrew Giuliani because I don't cavort with Ukrainians. Yeah, I don't. And, I, and take I, whatever, know. whatever the heck he was doing.
0: Plus, he should spend some time in the big house just for that hair dye. Yeah, that is criminal.
1: Man, that would be something. Well, Michael Cohen went down for less apparently. So, and he was yeah, in the jail. I, don't,
0: I think it's. I, I. It's just strange. It shocks me that anyone. Would get near. I'm shocked to me anyone would, would go to the buffet at the uh, at Mar-a-Lago because this guy. <laughs> a, anyone he doesn't, near
1: Trump has gotten Michael yeah, Flynn. Yeah. They all did. They all except You for Trump. get your
0: reputation ruined, or you get your you, you have the FBI show up in the middle of the night and take yep. your electronics Matt to Gates. try and. Yep. I mean, it's just it's just maybe uh, they're just uh, bad people around
1: him. I could be. I don't yeah, know. Ha- making I'm hastening a guess here. Anyway, it's interesting. It it will be a great story and actually a very good movie at some point. Um, By the way, uh, speaking of fighting that's going on, uh, we'll see. I think Giuliani will kick and scream his whole way to prison, essentially. Um, Speaking of kicking and screaming, last week, a judge ordered the work be stopped on the $10 billion cloud computing project for the Defense Department called uh, Joint Enterprise Defense Infrastructure Project, also known as JEDI. Uh, The sealed opinion, which I've heard a lot about and it's not that sealed, uh, is a big win for Amazon, who says the contract was unfairly awarded to Microsoft because of President Trump's distaste for Amazon founder Jeff Bezos. So this was the contract that Bezos looked like he had won, then apparently the, the, the Trump interceded, and then it, it went to Microsoft in the end. Um, Bezos also took aim at Elon Musk and his uh, his contract with NASA uh, around the moon base, essentially moon stuff they're going to be doing with uh, and stuff. So Bezos, by pushing back and suing, Bezos is, has a win here, but we'll see where it goes. Now it has to It has to keep going on. But I can't imagine the Biden administration defending a Trump administration effort to stick it to Jeff Bezos. But we'll see.
0: Well, I don't know. Let's find out what Preet thinks.
1: (laughs) What do you think?
0: (laughs) think? Uh, I bet there's there's teeth here. I mean, you're coming off an administration that thought they could hand out contracts like they were— Seats at a political fundraiser, and it was it was fairly apparent with this whole TikTok shit show mm-hmm. circus weirdness that um, that Trump likes Microsoft. So,
1: yeah,
0: I don't think th- I, no. I, in
1: that I, case, I, he liked Oracle better than Microsoft. Remember, but Ma- did Mi- he
0: sort of like Microsoft? He did Microsoft initially, initially, initially had a talk, but he
1: wanted a vig, and I think they didn't. They, Microsoft acted like a normal. Look, here's the deal: Microsoft is perfectly capable of doing this infrastructure, probably. They got, they got tarnished by this. Anyone, anything Trump touches, tarnishes you, even the affiliation.
0: hundred percent. Yeah. So I I don't think we've heard the last of this. I think, I think, I think they probably have, I mean, $10 billion with serious cabbage. And, they, I think they'll probably find, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up having to redo it uh, yeah. or redo the, but this is, is a problem, it just, would, they it just to wouldn't it be now. a surprise. It's they just, need
1: to get this stuff done now. I mean, especially with point. solar winds and all this it's other a stuff. Point. It's It's, you know, who's the win for? Russia, China.
0: You know what, Kara, you're exactly right. Nothing as nothing is as oppressive as a feeble and weak government. And yep. that's what we had for four years.
1: Yeah, his obsession with Jeff Bezos is strange. But Jeff is, you know, doing a lot of lawsuits. Everybody wants these defense contracts or government contracts. And this is yeah. where the big business for, you know, everyone, you know, uh, Amazon, for Google, for um, for for Microsoft, these are big, they're sort of shoving aside, and, and Elon too, they're shoving aside the Lockheeds and the General Dynamics and all these other people to do these things because they're largely cyber-based. And so these are the companies you would go to naturally.
0: By the way, did you see Apple's earnings? Yeah. Oh my God. Killing it. Oh my God. Up. Uh, their revenues, yep, were up fifty four percent. The iPhone sales were up sixty six percent. Yeah, sales good in icon. China were like up eighty five percent. It, it, it's just staggering it how is. many cylinders this company is firing on. Yeah, I just it's interesting.
1: I, sort of the attacks on, on the, on the
0: two thirds of their sales 10. are outside the U.S. I mean, they're incredibly well diversified. Their services revenue grew twenty. I mean, I'm like Jesus. They can go in any
1: direction here. They can Healthcare, health health. And yeah. We have to buy that Peloton. Peloton's sort of suffering a little because of some problems around its supply tread and,
0: chain. Yeah, and who's got the best supply chain in the world? Tim well, Cook. I don't know. Apple. Tim Cook. You know what? Uh, but again, you know where I think uh, they're going. I where? think it, I think the hundred billion dollar moment—one of the first moments in business history where a hundred billion dollars is transferred in a minute between companies. I'm telling you, Tim Cook's gonna get on stage, and yeah. he's gonna roll out a car with an Apple logo yep. on it. Yeah. Well, he did and talk about of us that with me. Are gonna get on that list?
1: Yeah. 100%. Would you get on it? I would get on it. I would. It's interesting because I, 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 really have to think about what I would buy if I bought a car. I've, I've written comms saying I won't buy a, a, a gas car. But uh, looking at, electric, I've been in a
0: gas car with you. Ms. I know. Woke. I know we go. I
1: buy, say owning I mean, a gas. car. it was car. more like
0: a go kart. It, it was designed for <laughs> oh, that you. Oh, yes, like lo- that's my son's car. That was literally like a lawnmower with doors. <laughs> that's my son. By the way, car. you could not put giant man in there. Oh, yeah. There's I know. No, that's no, what he said. He would have an he elbow. Said hanging We need out to get another car,
1: mom, because this was my older son's car, who's slightly shorter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, giant man. He, he always is like putting his head on the ceiling and thinking it's hysterical.
0: Unless it's like one of those Flintstone cars where yeah. there's no floor and he uses his legs to go at 800 <laughs> miles that. an hour.
1: <laughs> he could do that. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Yes, you're right. I was thinking if Apple did, I'd buy it in a second.
0: 100. I would
1: buy it in one point two seconds. Strongest
0: brand in the world.
1: No question. And I bet they'd figure out a way to do it very easily. That's but, but, I was, sh-
0: but where I was going with that is the moment he unveils, he pulls back the yep. you know that 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 cover that. Cover curtain, Tesla sheds $100 billion, which would, by the way, would only be 16% of its market cap to Apple Do that you know, day.
1: Tesla is 80% of electric car
2: sales.
0: And, you know, the whole EV market globally is like one and a, it's like 2 million and there's $1.3 billion, billion cars. I mean, the EV market is still small. So like my dad used to say, you know, when he was a salesman and he would try and, you know, have a moment of like trying to create inspiration for you. He's like, okay, a salesman, a set, one salesman goes to this country and he says, as uh, a shoe salesman, and he says, This is terrible. Nobody wears shoes here. And the other salesman goes and says, This is great. No one has shoes. <laughs> so, and I'm like, Oh, wait. So you want to be the guy that, that that doesn't waste money where they don't, and he's like, No, the glass is half full, Yeah, <laughs> wee little I And then he hit me across the head.
1: Oh, my God. <gasps> oh,
0: good Mom. <laughs> Anyways, hold me, Kara. I have hold learned me. so
1: much about you in the past and week then, with the visit. Moved the in, wife, and then he moved the in father. a
0: fly, and then yeah. he moved in with a, a flight attendant from Continental Airlines. Okay. and I was living in a small apartment Everybody in the seen
1: valley. your dad, your son, and you in kilts. I think we're way past Anyways. that at this point. Anyways. all right. So Wait, the point where, being, where we? why am I? The point being, it's I? a big opportunity. I think that's what you. Did you're
0: I mention talking? I'm hungover?
1: Where am <laughs> yeah, I? I know that, jo- I'm I'm in a room Joanna. Thanks, Joanna Coles. Yeah. Joanna Coles, you know, once uh, created a sex act with my name on it the Swisher.
0: Once created a sex on, on act stage. With your name on it. She was on, on stage
1: it. at a code event uh, and she said, Ugh, what would the Swisher so be as levels. a sex act? That's that that's rendered me speechless. That's her whole goal. I just want to say that.
0: Yeah, we're not touching that here on We're Bivid. not touching we're that, not but nonetheless, Joanna it. Bring in Preet. <laughs> Ask Joanna. Preet that question. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> Joanna Coles literally said that on a public stage and I was rendered mute. That was... She was... I have to give it uh, to her. A,
0: that's never happened. No,
1: that's never happened <laughs> until she said, what would the swisher be? You know, she did in that British voice, that naughty British mm-hmm. voice.
0: She's a baller. She's got spax. She's she, on boards. She's
1: SPACs. She's all over the place. Anyway, I don't mm-hmm. want to talk about your hijinks with Joanna Coles in New York. All right. Let's talk I'm let's sorry. talk about the big story which is the Basecamp controversy. Basecamp is in hot water this week. Here's what happened. On Monday, uh, CEO Jason Fried sent out a memo announcing the company would be banning employees to holding, quote, societal and political discussion from uh, on the company's internal chat forms. The memo also says the company would end paternalistic benefits such as farmers' wa- market stipends and wellness uh, allowances, giving them money instead to do what they will. Um, and then co-founder David It's Heinemeier Hansen followed uh, his... Memo with his own expanding on the controversial ban, and they kept putting out more and more memos as things got hot. According to article in The Verge, the events that led up to ban was a circulation and employee generated list of representative names uh, n- names representatives found funny. Actually, Casey Newton broke that story on the platformer found funny. Many of which were making fun of non American Anglo Saxon names, although they also made fun of Anglo Saxon names. The announcements at Basecamp are similar to workplace decisions made at Coinbase. Sort of, um, it's a little more complicated than just. That they did this. There's all kinds of back back thing. and a lot of their employees are on the they only have sixty employees, actually, or about hmm. fifty eight are are on the, on the board saying this is not what ha- what they're representing is not what happened. They just had a diversity inclusion committee. They got uh, david d h h as he's known, who's very volatile if you see him on Twitter or anything else. they got into it over uh over something. and then he just did this because he just didn't want to talk about it anymore. Um and this group, this d e. Uh, this diversity and inclusion committee had just gotten started in February and half the employees are uh, uh, signed up for it. So okay. it's kind of a little more complex than just sort of these CEOs doing this. I happen to like Jason Fried a lot. Uh, this I think is a, a little bit of a black eye for him, the way they rolled this out. But it's also what a lot of CEOs are thinking. They don't want to listen to their employees anymore. Um, and Silicon Valley has given their employees great uh a great amount of ability to speak and now that they're speaking they don't want to hear them speak anymore. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think there's a place. I think that companies, so companies when they start donating a lot of money to political action committees and yeah. and putting, you know, squares and certain in certain fonts saying mm-hmm. black lives matter, they kind of have dipped into the political pool and yeah. they can't decide when they want to be in and when they when they don't. And with a more politically conscious generation that every tech firm is trying to attract. It's understandable that these, and in a kind of a full employment economy, it's understandable that employees now have, you know, want to know the company's viewpoint. But at the same time, you're right to express as a company, and we personify companies, which I just think is weird, but. You're right, or your expectation that a company has a political viewpoint or weighs in. A political viewpoint is also to not have one and to be apolitical. And I do Hard. think there is room. I don't know, Kara. I think Come there's on. more. Well, Car- hold on. Hold okay. on. Hold on. I do think there's people out there. That don't live and breathe politics and want to yes. go to work and create economic security for them and their families Certainly. and have good relationships with their colleagues and not find out that the guy or gal next to him is a trumper or really uh, far, far left and start and bring that bullshit to work. I do think that there's a lot of people that say, I get it. But if a few companies decide that, you know what, we are about, we are a fantastic legal entity where we bring human resources together and intellectual property to help all of us create economic security for us and our families, such we can put food on the table. And then on evenings and weekends, if you want to go to a Bernie or a QAnon rally, that's your business. Right. But we're not going to be in that business. So I, I,
1: That makes sense for people who didn't let them do it for years and years and then they don't want to listen to them now. This is, this is it's it sort of... Are
0: you talking about the tech community or this yeah, company specifically? Yeah, tech community, literally.
1: I've never... I in fact, I used to be like, "Why are they letting all these employees say all these things?" You know what I mean? But right. they did.
0: Yeah. That's what they yeah. did.
1: They raised. They they did all the virtue signaling around and like here, have a meme generator, meet the CEO on Friday, and tell us whatever you think, etc. Um, etc. Et politics
0: though, there's the everything. Difference you, out. Have open
1: okay. po- everything from politics to I don't like the kombucha. Like I have right. been in these things, and I cannot believe them sometimes. Sort of, and it, they, have, they have they have they have they have raised a generation of people saying, "Talk all you want," and when you don't uh, wh- when they decided it got a little too tiresome for them when it made them slightly uncomfortable and 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 they were starting to discover things about hiring and salaries and stuff like that. They wanted them to shut up. I think it's a very, I don't think, I, I agree with you. It's, it's complex to start these things at work. And every workplace I have has this problem where people bring their whole selves to work. But what about after the riots, not letting people talk about it? That's insane. That's insane. It's just, it used to be around a water cooler versus on a on an internal board and people I, are remote. I just don't
0: buy that every company feels, people feel I, a need to have catharsis at work. I agree, but these
1: companies let people do that.
0: Well, I'll tell you, I'll give you a tip. So I've been the okay. CEO of several companies and my startups, and we had all hands every Friday. And whenever anyone brought up an issue that was, you know, they were upset about or they complained about or when they were ever unhappy with our approach to anything, you know what my response was? Yeah. That's what the money's for. All right, get okay. back to but work. You,
1: that's because you said that at the beginning. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying they created these things and then got uncomfortable. And it does smack of white men being uncomfortable with some things because you know this is the, it, they they just pretended it was a group of people at this company and then it really wasn't a group of people. A
0: group of white men. That's not it is. It's politics. true. It's white
1: men uncomfortable. Let me read you some tweets. I'm going to read. I'm going to. Most of these companies uh, are run by white guys and they don't like hearing this. Now listen, and they're also famous. for are talking about having a different type of workplace for their books. All right, let me just read it. Okay. I work at Basecamp and I co-spearheaded the DEI council formation. I've seen people ask what uh, DEI council did to warrant such a response. The answer is nothing. We formed in February and we're still getting ourselves organized. They pointed to this council, which they've never done anything. Another one. uh, Excited to read the new Shut Up and Work book by Basecamp guys. Before they said... You should talk at work. For some reasons, I'm becoming increasingly more shook by this Basecamp post. Like, I don't even work there, but it feels like a signpost the future was to come across the industry. White men are tired. Try being a black person. I'm fucking exhausted. Love that Basecamp marketed itself on rejection of capitalism and company culture for literal decades to pivot into the purest form of capitalist white enterprise where only your work matters because inherently you're not a human, just a means of production. Another, this is a smart, this is from Erica Joy, who I always think is very smart. Lots to be said about this, but I have a meta thought. Some companies have recently created policies that are eerily similar to this. They just don't have the gumption to publish them publicly. I wonder who is leading and who is following. Mm -hmm. And then two more, I'm going to read two more. Mm
3: -hmm. Deeply
1: disappointed by the latest Basecamp announcement, I stand by my recent comments about this historical moment. Social contracts are being renegotiated. In the process, we will discover the limits of many leaders." Basecamp to Apple, we do all the work. We deserve more than seventy percent. Basecamp to employees, you deserve ten percent. I'm just saying, it's it's a really yeah. complex topic. Is all they were signaling and signaling, and this is the last one actually. If you insist on reading between the lines of the base camp thing, I'm seeing reduction in benefits, shift to profit-based comp, offer of severance packages, hiring freeze since 2019. Mm-hmm. To me, it looks like layoffs with some anti-woke noise as a distraction. It's very complex, I'm just saying. I'm not going to, like, say this is the greatest stand by people who don't want wokeness at work. Oh
0: god, I just have never wanted unemployment to go up such that we had to deal with a few of these whiny little bitches called tech employees. <laughs> okay. Jesus <laughs> Christ.
1: No, I, I, they made them this way and they should be able to talk. And by the way, if, the, if something happened when a shooting happens it, or the George Floyd thing people that should that escalated be, fast. I'm just <laughs> no, I think there's places where you can't. I agree that some of these boards Go crazy, but they've let them do it, and now they've mm-hmm. got to have a smart talk and then actually yeah, deliver. It's hard,
0: to, it's hard to put the genie back in the bottle. And they
1: have to actually deliver you know who would have more diversity in a on significant this? way. Because yes,
0: actually, Casey Noon had a good take on it. Yeah. It'd be great to call in Casey, except we can't because he's having <laughs> breakfast with pre fucking Barara right now.
1: <laughs> Casey's piece was excellent, and actually, Casey yeah, came down good. where I am, but by the way. It's really, it's mm, a little it's a more. Shocker.
0: Yeah, then, that's a shock. <laughs>
1: no, but he did a great reporting. He's like, look, they got into a big old mess and they didn't know how to get out of it. That's Casey real- Newton. You know what?
0: What? Swisher Casey Newton?
1: We love each other. See what other. I just did there? Okay, I got that. I got that. Got it. Anyway, all right. We're going to talk about more, but I think it's a little bit more than anti-woke. We're protecting it. These people, this is a really complex situation. It deserves to be talked about. Those two talk a lot. I'm hoping to get to talk to them. You know what them. will
0: fix this problem is when they miss their earnings and they're in danger of going out of business.
1: Oh, you know what? I, I, <laughs> fine. If it was any other, if it's like like... B and G, I I get it. it. The other These companies have let this go on for a long time. And then when there's real... Stu-
0: good, let's talk about the actual business. I, I yeah. don't know much about They have productivity software, business?
1: and then they've tried to do an email thing. And I think they're running against a wall for that. But, yeah. And they're fighting with Apple, by the way. There's that Apple thing in terms of they fought ah. with them over that thing. They get very huh. high and mighty when it comes to Apple. And then when it's their own thing, it's complex. It's complex, Scott. That's all <laughs> well, I'm going to say.
0: Win. It's complex. Oh, my you God. Win. Everyone you
1: shut up and work. You don't You do not do that. You don't do that. And people can't do that anymore. It's that's a different,
0: what the money's for.
1: It's a different workplace, my friend. Anyway, and, and you know what? I think Buy like, your own
0: fucking snacks. Like
1: that man, I'm that's exhausted by That's my motivational these poster. People.
0: Buy your own damn snacks. It just
1: points out that they run the show, and they <laughs> pretend they don't run the show, and they do run the show. Let's, that's the message I get, is that they yeah, do as right. they damn that's, well please, but they pretend they don't, and they give signals that they don't. Mm, Thank you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back to talk about Bezos fighting for the moon and a listener mail question.
3: Fox Creative.
2: This is advertiser content from
3: Atlassian. One of our customers who produces pizza at a very large scale all across the world. Believe it or not, they use AI to review the quality of the pizzas that are created. That goes through a workflow that scans the images of the pizzas and makes sure they visually look like what they should. So it's pretty cool. That's
2: Sharif Mansour, Atlassian's head of AI. Sharif thinks there's a lot for companies to be excited about on the AI-generated horizon, spanning everything from making pizza to producing podcasts like the one you're listening to now.
3: There'll be far more jobs created on the other side of this revolution.
2: Instead of a world of less, Sharif envisions an AI-powered world of more.
3: In everyone's day job, they're moving from doing the thing to often being an architect of the thing. It unleashes the potential of every human, and I think we can go from a world where few people have access to a high level of intelligence to a lot more people having access to this information. AI is really giving everyone on the planet more resources to do great things, and I'm very optimistic about that opportunity that lies ahead.
2: Transform teamwork with the power of AI-human collaboration. Start using Atlassian intelligence for your Atlassian products like Jira and Confluence now. Learn more at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com.
0: Support for Pivot comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software, including Jira, Confluence, and Trello, help power the collaboration for teams to accomplish what would otherwise be impossible alone. Because individually we're great, but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200, or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR, and legal, can stay connected and moving together as one towards shared, company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian.
1: Okay Scott we're back uh, Bezos as we talked about was is is one that sort of won this round with Microsoft on the Jedi contract he's not giving up on the moon that easily Elon This week, Jeff Bezos, the CEO of Blue Origin, where he's spending a lot of his time, and he's going to be stepping down from Amazon very soon, submitted a 159-page petition to the Government Accountability Office contesting NASA's decision to use SpaceX on their next trip to the moon. As a reminder, SpaceX is run by Elon Musk, who also runs Tesla and Boring, etc. Last week, NASA awarded a contract to the company for $2.9 billion to land astronauts on the moon by 2024. The goal is to have a moon base where they take off and do other things in the end. In a petition, Blue Origin said NASA has executed a flawed acquisition for a human landing system program and moved the goalposts at the last minute. Their decision to eliminate opportunities for competition significantly narrows the supply base, not only delays but also endangers America's return to the moon. So then there was a Twitter feud. Elon uh, Musk tweeted, besides the fact that um, he called himself the Doge father, um, can't uh, <laughs> he tweeted can't get it up to orbit? LOL. <laughs>
0: Ooh, that Those are those are fighting <laughs> words in the in the land of midlife crises.
1: Oh, God. Anyway, yeah. so what what so does Blue or uh, Blue Origin uh, have a point here is really Jeff Bezos bruised ego. He's he loses out to Elon on a lot of these things. Elon's way ahead in the in the whole space business. Uh, and Jeff, it feels like a hobby. But what do you think?
0: Well, I mean, didn't we just hear about Jeff complaining somewhere else, saying not fair? Yeah, not fair. I don't know, I would, I probably, if I were on the board of Amazon, which will never happen, but... never happen. If I were on the board, I'd say, Jeff, let's pick one or the other. We're either going to go after... Oh, he's leaving.
1: He's leaving, so he'll be like, go fish.
0: No, what I mean is, if we're going to complain and cry foul, I would do it once, not twice. Because as soon as you hear he's also crying foul, at NASA, uh, in addition to the CIS decision around JEDI, it begins to feel like a pattern and this guy is just, can't take an L. You know, yeah. it's like, so I, I, but by, by the way, I also read and go, I think that Trump was calling these obsequious weirdos, uh, incompetent people that he put in charge, of very important, uh, very important organizations and saying, hey, I think we should pick so-and-so. And unless yeah. they said yes, he was gonna start insulting them and fire them. Yep. And I wouldn't be surprised if there was, I mean, there's politics and everything. To think that these are apolitical decisions is probably naive. Yeah, But there's probably, there. I don't doubt there's some credibility and legitimacy to these complaints, although I think SpaceX and everything I've read has beat out Boeing, that SpaceX yeah. really does a better job and has fantastic engineers. But it's, uh, I think that's a bad look. I would have picked one or the other, not both. There's a pattern here, and it's not a good look that he's constantly complaining. Well, this is his
1: next business, though. He's really going to devote a lot of attention to it. So I think he's not going to back off on that. He wants to get these contracts. He's going to have to put up the dough and get going on the innovation if he really wants to. I think Elon has spent years really ingratiating himself. I don't mean that in a negative way with this business, with these business, with doing the rocket launches and doing all things. And, He's going to get competition, just like with everything else. This is very expensive competition. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's also in, you know, Lockheed's not happy. The rest of, you know, probably all the other ones that are involved, and I don't know all their names, but, you know, Jeff is, it looks like Jeff really seriously wants to make Blue Origin more than just a, "I want to live in a space colony floating in the sky kind of thing. And that's, ent- that's what the issue is, I think.
0: It's interesting that uh, I've always said, all right, the biggest business in the world that is that Amazon has to go into is healthcare and the thing I've totally missed, and it just this dawned am- on I'm me. Got to
1: separate am- this from Amazon. This is Jeff Bezos, Blue Origin. But go ahead.
0: Is there a separation anyway? Yes. Other than other than shareholder and legal, An- anyway. The the biggest business in the world, and uh, it just kind of dawned on me that these companies are now, you know, big tech is now a big player here. Not Northrop Grumman and Lockheed is um is government. And yep. it's it's just okay. interesting that both of these are really about multi-billion-dollar contracts from government. Yeah, sure. it, it's uh, there's a very there's a very frightening thing here, and that is, what? you know, government. The separation between government and private enterprise—it just is all feeling way too close. Well, it's been too that. many are you lobbyists. Kidding. For it years, it feels it feels really uncomfortable. It's just
1: obvious because these are famous people, as opposed to the people who ran Lockheed or General Dynamics. That's a good point. You didn't yeah. know them. Uh, I did make that point about government 10 minutes ago. Nonetheless, nonetheless. Where am I? You're just repeating Sorry. what a lady said. Um, uh, oh,
0: Jesus Christ. More you're... more thinly veiled, like, uh, uh, here I am, another <laughs> aggrieved white male telling people they can't express their politics at work. My white capitalist, whatever it is.
1: Oh, God. Oh, you shouldn't have, you know, be sharper with me than today, but you're not because, Joanna, see, that was our plot is to get you unsharp. Well, it works. Uh, it works. It works. But I'm it, sharp here's the situation: today. is that it's become one. It's become because it's these personalities that are doing this. Yeah. Two, it's that the government I think has an opportunity here to play them off each other all the time because that's how they're that's like. Right. They love that's to tweeted each other. I it's think the government can have advantage. Government here by by. Mm-hmm. Uh, by, you know, here's, let them spend all their money. Let them do, let them pursue these dreams of rocketry that they've had since boyhood. And now they have the money and means to do it. And I think it's probably good for the government to have all these players sort of vying to build a moon base or whatever it is. Because the, the government's got to have partners in these things. They're way too expensive. Agreed. And NASA, Agreed. I think, is being very clever sidling up to 100%. Them. Um, but we'll see which one prevails. I think Bezos, it'll be interesting to see when Bezos is only doing this, right? This is his only job, essentially, where he's really focusing in on it, and he's so aggressive that maybe Elon better stop with the silly tweets because I think Jeff doesn't tweet. He just
0: kills, but it also it also reflects in a weird way this, I think, an uncomfortable trend where the greatest concentration of i q used to be working for um, our nations. And that is, yep. The, probably the greatest concentration of IQ at one point was the Nazi rocket program, and then we took the smartest Nazis, we got better Nazis than the Russians did, and then they ended up working at NASA, and the greatest concentration of IQ ever assembled used to be the Manhattan Project, mm-hmm. then it was NASA, then it was you know Lawrence Livermore Labs, now by far the greatest concentration of IQ yeah. is at Amazon and at Google. And, yeah. and possibly Microsoft. And it's just too bad. It's something that's nice or hopefully that we're reversing or the trend is reversing a lot of very impressive young human capital is deciding to go into government or go to get their master's in epidemiology. Yeah. But it used to be that the best and brightest went to work uh, for the government. And no now change. that's no longer yeah, that's the case. It's a lot of money.
1: It's a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, agreed, agreed. A lot of money. Agreed. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see th- these tech personality feuds, Bezos versus Musk, Cook uh, versus Zuckerberg, et cetera, et cetera, go on. I think there's going to be a lot more of that. And if that's how we see it. It's reductive, and yet it's actually true at the same time.
0: Well, look, uh, Zuckerberg doesn't like Tim Cook because he's a scold. And I think um, yeah. the Cook doesn't like uh, doesn't like Zuckerberg because He's an awful person. <laughs> He's an awful person, Kara.
1: And the Bezos-Musk thing. I just think Musk is very smart, but Bezos is, I don't know if I would poke that Bezos
0: there. is very disciplined, but the problem is Musk, here's the thing. If you ever see anybody that garners a disproportionate amount of influence socially yeah. in, a, in a short amount of time, it's because they have leveraged an emerging medium. Yeah. And Musk's Kind of, uh, you know, whether it's AOC or Musk or even Trump, Musk's ability to kind of capture a moment in a five, not even five word, but five letter tweet. He does. He is kind of fear. I mean, he's the most fear. Do you know what you have to do if you're Mary Barra and you're the CEO of GM to actually put out a tweet? Do you yep. know how many people yep. touch and massage and mangle that thing?
1: Yep. Yep. And
0: and the lawyers that got to see it, and and yep. the PR consultants, and said, "Well, what does this say about Mary Barra? And is this reinforcing our yeah. our commitment to climate change yet? I mean, and he just you know he just puts down the yeah. the blunt and starts <laughs> tweeting.
1: <laughs> I know. You know what? Look at Dogecoin. Dogecoin. I'm Doge. Oh father. my
0: gosh. I that, mean, that now is...
1: it's it's up like crazy. It's like it's insane. And that, you know, yeah, he's, you know, insane. there's going to be Doge Doge uh, skits on Saturday Night Live on May eighth. So. I mean, he just, he can.
0: You're stealing my thunder around my prediction.
1: Oh, okay. I won't say anything. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Let's go on to listener mail then. Roll the tape.
2: You've got, you've got. I can't believe I'm going to be a mailman. You've got mail.
0: Hi guys. This question is 50-50 for Scott and Kara about a tech company that you guys don't really talk much about, uh, Bumble. CEO Whitney Wolf was an exec over at Tinder. She didn't like the boys club over there and said, I can do this better. And she did. Uh, she launched essentially a female first product, and they went public last month, going toe-to-toe versus the Titan in the industry match group. Current valuation is $7 billion on about $600 million in revenue. I've heard arguments that there's several new service lines these guys could launch. They could do partnerships with bookings or venues, uh, live events, maybe matchmaking. Um, but really, all of these entail some considerable risk or downside if the, for the brand if they get it wrong. What do you guys think of the whole industry, the valuations, um, and where these companies are headed? Thanks. Wow.
2: We,
1: we don't talk. That's a great question. We don't talk about dating. These this yeah. company went public really um, interestingly and did rather well and the, yeah. you know, the, the, the where the matchmaking and the, and the other matchmaking company Company is run by a woman also right now. Um, it's a really interesting time for for the dating Area which has consolidated sort of, and then she has this offering. I I think it's a really interesting area for a lot of uh, innovation. The big players like Facebook have tried it. I don't think I don't. Even, what happened in their dating service? Do you hear anything about it? Or
0: uh, the only my only exposure to it is my friend is recently divorced, and I'm having so much fun. I wrote his write his profile, and <sighs> he gets he shares with me what's going on. Yeah. The the thing I think that's fascinating about or what I take from dating, and this is sort of not doesn't directly answer his question, but. If you look at digit- the digitization or innovation, when a sector gets digitized and it attracts cheap capital and the capital goes to a small number of players, somebody identifies themselves through innovation and execution as the leader. They attract more and more cheap capital. They can reinvest in two or three, if not one or two players just pull away and there's a concentration of power. Yeah. There's the same concentration of power or a winner take most effect taking place in mating and uh, vis-a-vis dating apps, because now I think it's going to be about one in three, probably, marriages are going to start on dating apps. It's it's incredible how much that's, this has permeated society, and it's actually kind of dangerous because uh, Tinder put out some data showing that if there's 50, 50 women on Tinder and 50 men on Tinder, mm-hmm. four men get the attention of 46 of the women. Yeah and so the other 46 men are, are trying to vie for the attention of four men there, there's actually if you do a genie coefficient the mating inequality mm-hmm. and that is the concentration of interest or spoils if you will, will or resources or attention if this is that's the resource or swiping right on dating apps there's actually greater inequality in mating on dating apps than there is income inequality so if you're mm-hmm. worried about income inequality what happens when You kind of create this incredible skew towards a few people. So for example, some very unusual things. Your zip code and Mm -hmm. all these things are geotagged where you live is a big factor and if people swipe left or right, especially with men, because if men signal resources, they garner much more interest. Interesting. And women, it's based much more much more on their quite frankly, on their looks. And so these, these when you have access to everything and everyone has access to everyone else, yeah. the perceived top 1%, it, you start ending up with the same type of inequality and concentration.
1: Fascinating. You know a and lot about bad. the dating market.
0: Well, <laughs> I know, you know what I'm fascinated by? It I wrote is an article called The Virgin Homicides, and I am just absolutely, and uh, I'm just blown away by this one stat, and we've said it before and I'll say it again, in two thousand and eight, the number of young men under the age of thirty who had never had sex—and people immediately focus on the word sex—so let's just talk. Let's just assume it's a component of establishing sure. a relationship and connecting to somebody. I will um, it agree was, to that. It was eight yeah. percent, and do you know what it is now? Just thirteen years later, hmm. it's twenty-seven percent. That's a lot. And so when young men aren't attaching to work because they're, they're, they're un, uh, greater unemployment, lower levels of graduate from college, when they're not attaching to school, they're not graduating at the same rates as women, yeah. and they're not attaching to relationships, you have the most dangerous person in the world is a broke, angry, and alone young man. Okay. Oh, God. It's true. Oh, God. If you look at I'm, the most unstable, sp- if I you got, look at the most, if you look you. at the most unstable, violent nations in the world, young it's men. a lot of young men that yeah. have no opportunities for relationships. And then you get mad that I'm
1: saying that these companies run by older white men are aggrieved slightly. All right, listen. Yeah, I think you're 100% right, but let's get back to his question. Okay, sorry. Uh, uh, What is there? If they try to do other things and to build revenue, because they're going to have to, they can't just be dating, what do do you think about these these valuations of these things? I think these are big opportunities, I do. It's
0: huge, and this is what's going to happen. It's going to attract other companies. Uh, My prediction, or one of my predictions, you know who I think is going to be one of the most successful dating app companies in the world in 12 months? Not Match.com, but go ahead. Mm -mm. Peloton. Peloton. Oh, Peloton has wow. a community of like minded, young, successful, and fit, i.e. hot fit. people. And they're yeah. already experimenting with a Facebook page. Their Facebook page is off the charts in terms of engagement, wow. and you're gonna start seeing running clubs huh. and it's like and it's gonna be it's gonna be like those dumb softball leagues we have here in Manhattan, which is basically <laughs> trying to pretend <laughs> on I'm one? not dating. Were you no, on I,
1: one? I never no?
0: did that. You um, never did. But you that's just a thinly veiled match. Oh,
1: okay. It's thinly I like veiled tender. That. Scott, I always knock an insight out of you. I got to say, I pull you back from the virgin it's you. suicide. It's you. <laughs> and then you. It's that's you. really interesting. So, John, this is interesting. I think the big ones like Facebook just are going about it the wrong way. Nobody wants to date on Facebook. Like, it's just, the, they should create a brand we don't even know it's them kind of thing. Um, but yeah, Whitney but think Wolf about is, it. we it, should have Whitney Wolf on. She's the youngest woman to take a company public. She's we the should, youngest female billionaire, right? Yes, we should talk to her. I know her a little bit when she got screwed over at, at Tinder, which was interesting. That said, I do think some of the brands, I think Match is way ahead in lots of ways. And mm-hmm. Tinder is still a very powerful brand.
0: Barry Diller uh, was kind Barry of the Diller, first gangster and And,
1: and it's, It's very innovative. I think, you know, my son is using Tinder for the
0: first time. Oh, well, he's going to hate you for that one. Not the old, not the
1: younger one. He, of course not. He's not allowed. No, the older one. No, Wait, my older there, one doesn't care. He thinks it's, is it's fascinating. Is there Tinder
0: for giants? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: he's not. He is not using Tinder. The other one is, and it's, he, really? of course, because my sons and you I are close, and Louis? we talk because we're healthy. Louis we have a healthy relationship. Whole, he has
0: that all that hair and that cooking thing. That just solves itself. I, that's I, know, a lot of, I know, That's a lot he's, of stuff. He has right. cooking
1: in his, well, bro, I'll cook for you uh, kind of thing, and he looks good. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Um, he's doing it. That's it's interesting. He did get matched with a rather, Older woman. Uh, and I was oh, like,
0: rather, Oh, how did mommy feel about <laughs> that? Shut
1: up. Don't talk Uh-oh. to me. Don't. We're not going Uh-oh. down that road. We're Trouble not going at the to, Swisher
0: household.
1: It, you know, when he's just four more years, he could do whatever he wants, but he's a little too young to be going out with someone significant. I know
0: exactly what he you said. You, you so do, much as look at that woman, and I'm going to have your younger brother kick your ass.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting that he was using it. He did it, it apropos of nothing. He's like, I'm, I was like, Oh, okay. Like, he's also, it's, oh, it's, it, it, he, he, he dates. From people he meets in classes and things like that, but it's also that. So, and he likes it. He likes it. I'm just saying, it's it's a very uh, strong brand.
0: I do think there is, I think the universe. I, I introduced now have more him faith. to Bumble. I told him you should I'm try sorry. Bumble. I just have more faith in the universe knowing there's a cougar going after your son. Okay. I just, I love that. <laughs> I uh, That has made my morning. That has made my morning. From the Vox Media Podcast (laughs) Network. It's (laughs) Cougar (laughs) Town. What does Pre Barrara think of Tristan dating (laughs) older women? Oh my god. In
1: any case, he's using a lot. I'm trying to get back to point. Saucy (laughs) makes Louie. Listen, listen. He's doing it, meeting people in a lot of ways, but it's interesting. I'm watching him is interesting. And I'm going to, I, I wanted to talk to him about Bumble to see which ones he likes. It's interesting. Um, but he- We he, should it, bring him on to
0: talk about we it. We should.
1: We're going to. We will do that. We will bring, we will do that. That is what, well, that will happen because, cause, and that'll drive Jeff switcher crazy. Anyway. Um, okay. We'll have all the Swishers all over your life, Scott. You've now joined the Swisher. town. <laughs> you know, my mom sat in your house and said you might be gay. Blackie.
0: Lucky, who kept saying we like over and out. over. Um, so I thought you were gay. I
1: still and I'd be like, think oh, you're gay. we'd all
0: laugh uncomfortably <laughs> and then we'd say, So you drove down from Vero Beach, and she'd go, literally, she'd go, Yeah, it took us about an hour. I thought you were gay. <laughs> <laughs> and then she called okay. your wife a model.
1: She called your wife a model, Yeah. Then. That
0: yeah. was nice. That's but the story you, of our life. Story of our life. You're a model, keep, aren't she you? Calls, gay? I still
1: think he's gay. Not and that there's anything like, wrong he's not with that. That's his wife. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> no,
1: we forgot that part. My mom, you forgot she yeah. met my mom. He's met her before, but nonetheless, she was she was in fine form, as they say, <laughs> sitting in his. She looked great.
0: You got to give it to her. She, she looked great.
1: She's a good-looking woman. Anyway,
0: that's you know what's you know what, what the scariest moment I've what? had in a while. What this woman comes in, you know, starts you know barking things at everybody. Yeah, your mom's not a young lady, <laughs> and and. Anyways, I'm like, oh, she's so adorable and she's so little and no. old and likable. Uh, I mean, she looks great for her age, yeah. just in case she listens to this. Yeah. And then what do we do? We put her in a rental car and send her to the highways of Florida. <laughs> I'm like, that woman has her. a driver's license. I cannot license?
1: stop her. I've tried. That I've has tried. I've I've tried. I, I, oh I'm i going Jesus. to have to do something about it at some point, but it, I have tried. I, that's Florida for you. Welcome to that. But then again, you brought me to a Trump boat rally. Anyway, Scott, one more quick break. And and by the way, Scott, if you are gay, there's nothing wrong with that. 100%.
0: Uh, it's not too late. One more quick not break. Not too we'll late. We'll be
1: back for predictions.
2: Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline. Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big. Ooh. Summarize with AI in a click. click, 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 click. Rider's block. Release with Canva Magic Write. Magical.
0: Stress less and save time at canva.com. Designed for work.
2: Canva. Support for this podcast comes from Constant Contact.
1: Okay, Scott, you predicted Elon Musk was going to do a Dogecoin sketch on SNL, and he's already tweeting about it. What else do you have? That was really good. Doge father. Well, I'm just
0: kind of blown away by this. I don't know if you saw Dogefather. Tesla's earnings, but it did. I think it did 93 cents of earnings per share, yep. but 25 of that. Okay, paying it was supposed. It was supposed to. Analysts estimated it was going to uh, do somewhere in the 70s. Yeah. And if you miss earnings, the stock goes way down. And if you beat earnings, the stock typically goes up. You beat expectations, stock goes up. You miss expectations, it go down. The actual part of the company that builds cars or batteries or solar or whatever uh, did 68 cents. Yeah. But the company reported 93 cents. You know what made up the delta?
1: Doge. Profits
0: from selling Bitcoin.
1: Bitcoin.
0: So we now have a company that is beating earnings based on its ability to trade... In a, in a currency asset equity, oh. which quite frankly, the CEO has tremendous influence over. So imagine the oh, following. This could be
1: an SEC problem, go ahead.
0: Imagine the following. You're the CEO of a company and you're not gonna make earnings and you can put out a tweet that sends the value of a stock or an asset that you have had your company buy soaring. You then sell that inflated currency and juice your earnings and then wash rinse and repeat it just there is something very uncomfortable about and, and and the beautiful thing about the markets at least to date, is that no one person can control them and yep. we are getting to a point now where yeah, one person can control the markets and he now says, and they
1: do He's got a fan is, base, right?
0: And now he can make up his earnings by doing a tweet saying Bitcoin's at $60,000 and if Bitcoin goes up, they sell their Bitcoin. Then when it goes down, he might buy some more in a few more tweets. And you're going to see I think the SNL is going to be oh uh, in a congressional hearing. Wow, and that is, I love I think this they're gonna,
1: I love this prediction.
0: They're gonna do a skit on uh, Dogecoin. Yeah. Dogecoin's gonna become increasingly volatile around the, when SNL plays because the unique thing about crypto is it trades twenty four by seven versus yeah. stocks, which only trade you yeah. know in market hours. Wow! And Let's I think watch the, that
1: carefully. That's what to me. I, I think the May 8th.
0: House and Senate committees and the SEC are all gonna freak out when they realize we now have one individual. Who can not only manipulate the markets or, I don't know, pump the markets. I don't want to use the word manipulate because it's really not anything different than any other hedge fund manager tries to do. Yeah. But Agreed. now it's starting. He's using it as a cushion or a shock absorber for his earnings. Yeah. this he's is a- We're in uncharted territory. Elon here, Musk has so SNL- always taken
1: people to uncharted territories. I'll tell you that.
0: <laughs> SNL, Dogecoin, Musk, and congressional hearings. Has there been on our a way. character
1: like him in history? Is it like who? Who has That's been? That's a really Barnum? interesting point. Is it PT Barnum? What is it? What?
0: Well, well PT Barnum. People don't. People don't um, give the credit, the genius. And I learned all of this from Hugh Jackman that movie about yeah. PT Barnum. You know, the guy, P.T. Barnum is considered just a carnival barker, but he was also a genius and, and Marketing. you know, very creative yeah. and a very interesting product, right? Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think who the equivalent of. Well, there's a
1: little P.T. Barnum in there, Howard Hughes. There's all kinds of people.
0: Yeah, Howard Hughes. Uh, I'm. I'm a. I, th- I think Howard Hughes is a really interesting character. Me too. I don't know. What do you? you you're. I don't in tech know. I'm trying to me. sort
1: of. I like. I'm thinking about this fan base. I'm thinking of doing a column on fans, like how this fan thing and he is the ultimate fan haver, and he does use it to manipulate. I was thinking about that, like watching. Look at those earnings and watching how a lot of it was this coin, but then he was talking about it, like, what do you do if you're the SEC and that's happening? Yeah,
0: but I mean, it's not, and people won't like this analogy, but the closest. The closest metaphor or, or analog to Elon Musk in terms of his fearlessness and, quite frankly, his his
1: creative his
0: willingness innovative. to be inappropriate and have this religious-like following is Trump.
1: Yeah, um, yeah.
0: But, and also leveraging a medium. But the thing, the thing that you- Trump doesn't just, make
1: nearly as much money.
0: Well, and the thing that's fascinating about Elon Musk is he's clearly a, a brilliant engineer mm-hmm. and an incredible visionary. And I mean, this fearlessness and- I don't know that part of his brain that doesn't put up filters yeah, uh, he does. basically brings down filters to oh you can't do that and he thinks well no I can la- <laughs> land two rockets on two barges concurrently He's also
1: when you interview him like he will get mad at you and threaten to leave and he's nobody does that. He's so id. He's like an id. Really? Interviewing him is like an id. And then you sort of calm him down and then he says, you know, he stays, which is interesting, but I I wouldn't be surprised if he walked off an interview mine at some point. But he I, I don't and I don't even mind because I sort of expect it, which is interesting. Everyone else tries to be polite. I heard
0: him and Louis Swisher are dating. I I just, I heard (laughs) it. I heard it here.
1: Stop. (laughs) Anyway, we'll see what happens. This is a great prediction. You know, I made a little prediction. Uh, Aren't
0: you gay? (laughs) 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 Wait, what? I like how you bring that together. (laughs) This is a nice home. It feels like someone gay did it. (laughs) Okay, Lucky, get in your compact car and head back to Vero Beach. Jesus.
1: We'll stay off the road. Anyway, I did a prediction. I said, even if California Governor how Gavin is you, you marry
0: a of- model, don't you have sex with <laughs> other men? <laughs> Thank you, Swisher family. And you're you like, you don't even spend any time with her. You're like, I don't want to deal with it. You just roam around on FaceTime calls, barking orders at people. I do not. And she's there with her sister. And I'm like, how nice. did I end up here? <laughs> How did so I there end up here? For 27
1: minutes, you could have handled it. I, I'll deal with your dad any day of the week and twice on Sunday. You bring your dad to me, and I we will have a good time. We'll drink a little whiskey. We'll laugh. I'll find out what actually happened to you when you were a young person. Anyway, mm-hmm. nonetheless, he, I'm he willing. to- there.
0: he wasn't there for much of that. He's I'm not willing
1: gonna. to host He's any like, guy you want to bring to. I heard him.
0: he makes a lot of money now, so I love him <laughs> to death. <laughs> That's
1: probably true. Anyway, I'm going to finish with my prediction. Even if California yeah, sorry, Governor go Gavin Newsom faces a vote of no confidence, he is, quote, not going to lose no matter how many tech dudes and GOP are trying to take 100%. advantage of.
0: 100 percent. Say more. Say, Say more. more. Go on. I'm just saying he's
1: on the upswing. Things are going better in California. The, the, you know, he may have that little bit of a problem with going to the restaurant, but that's all over. I think he's going to do
0: just fine. What's I mean? What's with that? This has been a tough time for every yep. state. I, I just think just people don't are understand. very forgiving of him. Well, not only that, but what's with this movement and all these all these people? All Chamath, these so. talk about carnival barkers that don't have any actual yep. solutions. It's a lot
1: of people. Caitlyn Jenner is running, you know, which is interesting. But you know, this happened before, like when 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 Arnold Schwarzenegger became governor. But nonetheless, I think he is not. Uh, I think. He's not going anywhere. He's very popular. Nobody wants him out. All the polls are showing that way. So he's got to really screw up over the summer. Uh, but it did qualify. So we'll see what happens. Anything can happen because now it can happen. But we'll. I think he's, he's going to be stronger not, than ever.
0: Gavin Newsom is not Gray Davis. Yeah. Uh, yep. I think. Anyway, he's too tall and handsome to yeah, recall. True. Anyway, he he's uh, too tall and handsome. I think
1: he's. He was always had a real much more tense relationship with the tech people than you realize. Even Speaking though he you know, who I
0: interviewed yesterday on Prop G. Who? Uh, Senator Al Franken.
1: Oh, how'd that go?
0: You know, I I I think Senator Franken deployed what is a weapon that is not utilized in politics, mo- uh, that is just so ripe, and that is humor. He's very and funny. He's um. You could tell he's really like scarred, upset, like deeply hurt by he, what happened to him. Yeah. And also, he said that he he would consider running again. So I'm interested to see if he that should. happens. He should. I day. think he would be, re- be reelected. What do I you do think? I do,
1: too. Yeah, I think people, forgive and forget. Just like I said with Newsom, forget. Those are kind of things. That, now, on the other hand, Cuomo, I thought, would get over it. This new report the New York Times says about how much oh, they tried that. to kill old people. Just not good. Oh, yeah. This is bad. This is like, if he wins again, it's like gross. It's because- just so
0: funny. Look at what's happened in terms of public perception of the governors of New York and Florida.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's
0: just incredible DeSantis's how much popular. they
1: flipped. I think DeSantis is overplaying his hand, though. That's my feeling. Talking about Florida everything. He's he's overstating it much too early. Much too early.
0: Yeah, I think you're a little biased there. I no, no. I think he is. Yeah. I think
1: he's over bragging himself, trying to like knock out Nikki Haley, et cetera. I think he's got a problem if he does that. They that's the problem with some people. They over state their qualities much too early. Anyway, Scott, I got to go. Uh, okay. Another jam-packed weekend I have, and I'm going to be down there, of course. I'll be down. Well, I'm really excited to come down there. What will you do, uh, actually, without the Swishers this weekend? Are you, are you going to be okay?
0: I'm going to Tulum this weekend with huh? a bunch of my uh, old God. buddies. Yeah, right. Can
1: I come? Can I bring the Swishers?
0: How about Jeff? Oh, 100% no. 100% no. <laughs> I got,
1: there's so the many way, swishers. Luck, you haven't Lucky's even met come, David. You hold on. David Lucky's with.
0: coming with us and a yeah. strange 50-year-old who <laughs> claims she's dating a young man with good hair at NYU.
1: <laughs> 40. <laughs> that it literally made my it's day. Oh, that okay. made my right, day. I'm so glad to I am to so it, encouraging
0: wasn't. that relationship. <laughs> I am so.
1: <laughs> We're bringing on oh, Louis Swisha. We're love bringing that. him on. We're, he's a I very funny. He's a wonderful I boy. I love that guy. Do you know what he asked me this week? He wants to get a tattoo. Another date? Can tat- I date
0: your friends? No. Is that what he asked
1: you? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Listen. He has a tattoo <laughs> of San Francisco. I have tattoos. He wanted to get one since he was a kid, and he has one when he turned eighteen. Mm-hmm. I said it was okay. He said, "I want to get another tattoo," and he came up with this new tattoo parlor, and I said, "Oh, that's cool." And he goes, "Will you come with me?" And I said. Sure. Like, okay. But then he's like, no, I want you to get a tattoo with me at the same time. Hmm. Interesting.
0: I've told my kids I'll buy them a car if they have just three rules. Oh, okay. No motorcycles, no military. I think military service is a wonderful thing. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Yeah. And no tattoos.
1: Oh, well, we're the complete opposite. There <laughs> I you know, go. No, no, no motorcycles we agree on. Nonetheless, Louie and I are going to go get tattoos this summer.
0: Yeah, great. I love great. that. That sounds—that sounds like the worst reality TV show ever invented. <laughs> you
1: just hate that my kids just just love hanging with their mama.
0: They do love hanging with mama. Anyway, they do love hanging.
1: Yeah, anyway, and then we'll take Clara for a tattoo, obviously, at some point. No, I'm don't kidding. even
0: say that. God, no, that is <laughs> the most perfect great. physical being in the world. <laughs> And by the way, stop her from growing up. Literally <laughs> I know. just She's keep so that where cute. it is. She's so
1: funny. She's yeah. so funny. Every morning That's she wakes wonderful. up and every day is a new adventure. That's really pretty much Claire's life. Anyway, I've got to go. Don't forget, okay. if you have a story in the news, you want to hear our opinion or uh, submit your questions to nymag.com slash pivot. And just be clear, Scott is not gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that.
0: Today's show was produced by Rebecca Sinanis. Ernie Engerton engineered this episode. Thanks also to Hannah Rosen and Drew Burroughs. Make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, or if you're an Android user, check us out on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like the show, please recommend it to a friend. Thanks for listening to Pivot from Vox Media. We'll be back next week for another breakdown of all things tech in business. Are you over 60 and looking to date someone who can cook? And is it NYU? Hello. Hello. Search Wix
1: Studio today to explore the full range of features.